So, welcome to uh, my show, Mestizo yeah, Show. Man. First, uh, for having me. first, first of them all. I had to have the guest of honor, man. One of the most important people in my life and my rap career oh, and all that, you, you know. Uh, you, you and I met when I was 15, and I was just saying this before you hopped on, you know. And yeah, it's a pivotal point in my life, and and you introduced me. You, you basically introduced me to just all the hip-hop that I listen to now and I probably wouldn't have been into things like MF Doom and all that if it wasn't for you you know so man um, I was just um I don't even know how I got into it but I just remember um Yo MTV Raps and I remember just seeing like videos and like oh wow and then that's kind of how we all started back then right yeah yeah. um, you know me you know especially for the west coast yeah, like you know how much the far side had an impact on me, like in right. Dell, yeah. like Dell and the far side and shit, and, and right. Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. So it was like Dell, Beastie Boys, Far Side, like Cypress Hill, like that shit. And then the Boogie Monsters. When I heard them, I'm like, whoa, you know, this is. And then and then just you know KMD and all that shit, and I'm just like, right. Were you listening to KMD when they first came out? Yeah, my homie is um. You would think I'm from a small town in San Diego, but the the my um peer group like were outcasts kind of like they they like they like had like OC's album and all that shit like San Diego's always been pretty up on hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. So they had all that shit, and I'm like, I would go there through their like um collection and be like, oh, can I borrow this? Can I borrow this? And then when I met Vex. And, and you know because he had vinyl and so i remember i was obsessed with the ugly duckling too in arizona i remember uh well let, let's before we get there let's let's start you know at the beginning like when when uh when did you first decide that you were going to start rapping like what was it that drove you I don't know when i met you you guys well before that you had what rising sun rhyme Lair. Yeah, i was in a yeah i was in an all black um rap group called rising sun i met um my homie i met this dude jamel jamil mm. um at the dorm this brother could fucking ollie over a trash can like he was dope he was from texas he's actually the one that got me into the boogie monsters he'd like knock on my dorm room remember my dorm room at you know the, yeah the ones outside Right. The ones that you went to. Yeah. The um was it Akatio? Was it Akatio? Akatio. Akatio, yeah. Yeah. And so I met him and then we dude, and then that's when uh they actually I'm impressed now because um Smurf and um Steve, the other Steve, the other MCs, they actually like fucking got studio time pressed up these tapes and shit and i'm like oh and they ended up moving but then the second wave is when i met you and the rest of the homies so you started you decided to start rapping in arizona when you moved to arizona yeah well kind of because um you know like back then you know like the main thing with me was like weed music and skateboarding right right yeah i mean that's every hip-hop 90s kid yeah that that was kind of the uh, you remember um What's that fucking TMC or whatever the yeah those hip hop events? Yep, yep, the TMC. That was our shit, you know. Like 
you know, the diggable planets would come through or like artifacts would come through, you know? Right. And then it was out, I'm at the electric ballroom or like on Apache Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And so the home, we would, that's what, and then I continued that tradition with you. You so when when we met at a uh, higher ground, so higher ground was a club, and we met oh, in yeah, Tempe, I remember Arizona. That night. Yeah. I remember it quite vividly. Yeah, right. I had uh, that was probably six months after I moved to Arizona. Yeah, from like California. That small coffee shop, and me yeah. and um, Vex, me and Alex were there. We'd go there quite frequently because they had a small little bar room on the side of the behind the coffee shop on the side or whatever. Were you so from the jump? Were you always freestyling? Did you start out freestyling, or did you start out writing? I think with us back then, it was more mostly freestyling, wasn't it? Right. Yeah, it was oh, freestyling. That's well, that's all I did, bro. You know what? Yeah. That reminds me because that's the first time I wrote a song was with you, like an actual. I song. remember that night too. Yeah, you remember that night? Unstoppable, like Lamar. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) On your little, it was like a little four track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You had a little four track in uh, the Roland, uh, Roland MS, MS one. Yeah, I had. um, Yeah, I think you've shown it on uh, the the previous interviews that we did together. Yeah, that's it. Who's the dude on the sticker? I never found out who that is. This dude was just um. This guy I met in LA had um I put this on later. He found a some some guy's passport and just made stickers out of some random dude. Whoa. So this is some random like Vietnamese dude like that just exists. That's a trip. Yeah, and then Dragon Ball Z and then fucking we made I made a lot of um I watched a lot of Dragon Ball back then. But I made a lot of um this is all like our first demos, right? Like on this. I think some of the best sound that came out of that era was off of that machine. Yeah. Yeah. That machine. Never, and then I when mean, we jumped up to, remember Strange had the, the Roland 202 and we jumped up to some other samplers and I was like, ah, the sound wasn't, wasn't the same after we well, left no, that see, machine. I remember that machine. That was actually like a built-in drum machine. Where yeah. Would, yeah. I remember walking down the, the stairs of our apartment and it would be like, like real late at night and you would be sitting on that tall stool just like fucking with it all the time. I was on it a lot. Yeah. A lot. Because yeah. it had those, it just had those sounds on it that I was looking for because I was always yeah. still trying to capture that bass sound, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So to answer your question, yeah, man, like, um, like meeting you and Strange really like shifted my enthusiasm more towards it. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. Like after meeting you guys, I'm like, damn, we can like start a start something too. All my first rap shows was with you guys, like all of them. Those were like the oh, the, yeah. the proving grounds for me is when we were doing all those hood shows that were just all three of us or all six of us you know um yeah i remember a lot of people don't know those shows like um what was that place in phoenix that real shady place the mason jar that mason jar yeah (laughs) yeah um i think um um, you that actually brings me to something i wanted to talk about is like uh i think a lot of people when you talk about the reptilian stuff, I think a lot of people take it as uh, uh, funny stuff, but it's stuff that we learned about back then from oh, uh, Thahum and I, Malaka. 
Rest yeah, in peace, yeah. Dahoon. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I um. Kwaku. Um. Yeah. AKA. Like, like now, in hindsight, I'm like, oh shit, that was like the real shit. Mm-hmm. But Kwaku and his people's like he was a part of this religion or fucking group, right? Right. And the, I remember, uh, like, um, the other guy had glasses too, and they actually want they had a personal meeting with me. I don't know if they did this with you. Oh yeah, I went to some of those Anunnaki meetings. The uh, yeah, yeah, but anyways, meetings. they yeah. fucking. I remember we were on campus and they're like, I felt like it was some kind of like therapy church meeting or, but they were like invest, they had invested interest in like, we, we sat down um at a bench on campus and it was like a Bible study, but it was, dude, this shit was not a Bible. They had right. like a, a book with all these alien races. Yeah, the scripts. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah the scrolls. They were called like, scrolls. Yeah. Scrolls, but yeah. but but now in hindsight, I uh I know it to be true mm. through my own research. I'm like, oh shit, they knew about this back then. A lot of the things that are happening now, those books talked about. And I remember reading them back then, having my mind blown. That's why a lot of the stuff going on right now is not surprising, you know. See you, you um. It kind of scared me. Like I thought it was some fucking, like really bizarre shit. Like it scared me when I saw. Cause I remember some of the um pages had like illustrations of different alien races. Mm. And I was just like, and, but and a lot the of them look like human beings. Was like, yeah, the way they talked about it was like, it wasn't no joke. Right. Right. So yeah, I wasn't. But this is the thing, Jay. I wasn't ready for it back then. I was like, you know, because our minds were still, I mean, even though it was college, I was still like developing or not even knowing who the fuck I was. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it definitely hit at a, a weird time in life. I mean, we, we were tripping a lot and doing a lot of like party oh, rave yeah. stuff. And we're in Arizona and the Phoenix lights had just been shown on the news. You remember the Phoenix lights? Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty famous. Yeah, so not to get too off topic, uh, you know, I, I had some other questions too. Like, so when you were first starting out, did, uh, did you tell your parents about you rapping? What'd your folks think about it? No, even later in life, when I when I started putting out like my own like fucking solo projects and shit, like I gave um, my mom uh, escapable aquariums. I remember you were around during that time when I was recording that too. Yeah, that was when you came to visit me in Chicago, like, wasn't it? Like three hundred copies, and then, yeah. I remember I. You were proud of it, man, and I was proud of you for doing yeah. it. I, you yeah. went out and did it yourself. Yeah, and then um, I remember giving my mom a copy, but years later, still it, it's still being in the shrink wrap. <laughs> so, no. Well, <laughs> You know, Koreans are weird, man. Like, unless you're making money doing, like, a lot of money doing your shit, they're not right. going to pay attention to your shit, you know? I get it. You know, it's like with a lot of uh, families that migrated here, you know, they look at it. I mean, my Lola, my my Filipino grandmother looked at yeah. it really weird when I told her that's what I was doing. But our family's so crazy that it was like, yeah, it was just another thing to add to the table. But I, I get it, you know, with Korean parents. Uh, that's why I asked that question, because a lot of a lot of uh, uh, Korean or Asian homies that rap, they don't tell their parents, you know. No, it's almost kind of like you're uh, 
it's like you know that you know what's with asian culture there's like a lot of shame you know it's like yeah well it's because it like, works so hard to get here and they work yeah, so hard to like, be oh, here what are you doing you're doing you're that's embarrassing what do you you know that that's the way they, right. they think they think that shit you know but now what's your mom think about like you know you having a successful show that that uh she don't even know about she really don't know really. What, what i'm what i do yeah she really don't know yeah. yeah she's just happy you know man like i went through a lot you know through my dad's death and all that like you know like dealing with that shit and like seeing like it was the first time I saw like someone's life leave their body, you know? Right. Yeah. Like you were I there. saw it. I saw it. I like was in the room. Right. And so once that happened, I was like, that's it. Like, that's what life is. He's gone. You know, it really tripped me out, Jay. You know, it tripped yeah. me out. So um it, it really like shifted like what's important in my life. And I'm like, well. The reason why I still do music is because as y'all, as you'll never stop, I'll never stop because it's a part of us. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll so never stop. Do you I'm think cool. that that was a part of your your drive? Because there was um I think that there was a lot of uh a question, uh not just from probably not just from your parents, but even your brother. I remember being there, your brother saying something about you you rapping and me rapping and also you know other folks telling us that it you know wasn't the route for us to go. Do you think any of that uh, helped drive you to do what you're doing right now to keep pushing yeah, and, and get yourself because, out there? Yeah, man, because you already know how old I am and like I could have stopped like ten years ago, whatever, you know. Right, right. Um, but that's the difference between having a passion and actual pure passion. And understanding yeah, how important it, it is in life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause a lot of, you know, that's the thing. Like, like this new generation of kids, like I think it, it kind of trips me out as far as like their motivation behind it. Like right. you tell some of them are doing it just because it's the the trend to do or whatever. I mean, a, a lot of people it's it's a lot of people driven to get attention and a lot of people trying to live off of it and eat off of it, which I get. It seems like the easy route to take because you know, a genuine hardworking job is not uh of value to young kids yeah. anymore well you know that's you know? funny you mentioned that because like my attitude towards it is the exact opposite right it's like i need to feed my i need to feed this thing you know yeah not only feed it it's a part of like if i didn't have this outlet then it would probably fucking make me more crazier you know what i mean yeah i mean so i, let... I need to i need to do it i need it's a part of like it's kind of like you're like storing up all these jars in your body and you need to like fucking empty out these fucking jars. You know? I understand. I mean, I, I know pretty much everybody that's in the same vein and what we do as far as like underground. And yeah. I'm sure, you know, a lot of mainstream artists and just up and coming artists feel the same way. You know, it's just something they have to do. For me, it's like I could care less if I'm making money at it because I, I this is just what I do. It's so much of a part of me that I need to yeah. do. It. If I don't, then I don't feel like myself. You know what I'm well, saying? You know, like to add to, to, to add to your narrative is like, when I first met you, I knew, I knew when I was sitting in there and we we're drinking our beer. And then I heard you rapping. I thought I knew right away. It like really caught my attention. I'm like, what? Cause I thought it was a record. I'm like, oh, that's crazy rapping. Cause you used to rap super fast. 
Yeah, it's because I was freestyling the jungle a lot. Yeah, back yeah. Then. So but you, that's but you know, and that's the thing is when I when I met you, that's when I first started honing it and seeing like, oh, whoa, there's a structure to this that you can use to your advantage and to your benefit, and like the way that you used to format things um, were just so perfect and 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 just on that break, like you were on it. You know what I mean? You were a real hip hop dude. And that, and that yeah, changed just, my whole perspective about music. Cyphering, yeah, all of it. I think I, I think I bought a Jansport backpack because of you and oh, started yeah. carrying around rhyme books. <laughs> yeah, but with you, you were like, I look at you like you were like a phenom. You, you were only like 15 or you're rapping like an adult. Like you're, you're like super advanced back then. All right, There's maybe it was just for your age. I was like, God, this kid's sick. Well, that's the thing, you know, the the hunger for it. And like you still have that hunger. Like the verse you sent me the other day, it's like that hunger well, never, never leaves you. Even though you were clowning around, you were experimenting with certain patterns and formats, which a lot yeah, of rappers don't I do. I want to be relevant. I want to see what's, you know, it's kind of like you're like, I'm stuck in this time capsule and I like got out and like, what what's hot right now? And right. Then I was just like, there's this, um, Sometimes listening to stuff you don't like is a good motivating factor to do. No, more, it's just you know? it's just based off of curiosity. I, I want to know. It's kind of like, like I said, I'm in this capsule and then I go out and walk around. Oh, and I look around and see what's going on. And I'm like, oh, right. that's what's going on. You know what I mean? I'm going to go back to my lab now, which is fine. I, it's funny because I did the same thing today. I was listening to new stuff and I was like, because I for the beats mainly because I've been making beats a lot more now. Yeah. And uh, I was listening to it today and and picking it apart and trying to find something positive about it, you know, because no, that's good. That's a that's the right attitude. The that's older good. I get, the the more I'm like, oh, man, this shit is pretty lame. But, you know, I'm going to give it a shot and try to find something good about it. But then, you know, now that I listen to it, I'm like, dang, these these guys are really doing something different. And they're taking aspects of the past and new stuff and things from all over to create this sound. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Um. Yeah, so let's let's uh, talk about how um, you decided to go start doing the Stevie Weeby show. Yeah, how so, did you tra- oh, how did you how did you make that transition from deciding to just focus on music to going into interviewing? Well, okay, so um, Steve Aoki fucking brought out uh, Mongchi to New York to to do right. Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. I it remember was a weird that. ass weekend, dude. It was a weird ass. First of all, there's like, do you even know about like the fashion industry? It's so bizarre. Yeah, like, remember I worked for Fresh Job. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, it's a bizarre yeah, industry. It's a weird so, industry. So we had to perform fucking on these skateboarding mini ramps. And then there's all these model skaters. And so we did a show there. Then we had another show fucking um at some club in New York. Oh, but guess who I saw during soundcheck that kind of tripped me out? Um large professor whoa so we're i was going through our you know we're like going through sound check and i noticed he was there because doing a sound check after right and so i was so i was like i you know I'm, I'm pretty good at spotting like like i was like that guy looks so familiar and then it just like the light bulb went out uh, uh and like like with me it's respect you know everything's respect so i just went up to him and i said like hey i just you know like i like gave him props you know i'm like hey man right want to meet you you know yeah was it cool yeah he was really humble really cool and like he actually like 
gave me like a compliment like oh that sounded good, cool man or whatever and i'm like and, i and think that that's I, um and i want to keep going with your story but i, I want to say this before i forget but i think that that's a a really cool part of your show for me personally i know for maybe not for a lot of your fans but that you bring on artists that you know we've respected in the past that are I still thought, doing their thing and you give them a platform to talk and you also give listeners like me something to listen to because you know for for me especially when it comes to music i'm not up on the current stuff too much but i i I'd still want to hear from the people who I respect and admire, you know what I'm saying? So I think that that's a cool thing that you do that on your platform because not a lot of people do. Yeah, And actually well, I'm probably going to take some of that and, and do it on mine, you know? Hey man, that's great. I, I if, Whatever you need, I'll, I'll, shit man, I'm just happy you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so anyway, I, to finish my story, like, so we're flying back from that, those two shows from New York to LA, right? Mm. And then, Money Mark was fucking kind of like planting these seeds of like, hey, you know, you should find. I think he knew information that I didn't know about the band. You know what I mean? About how like, uh, it might end soon or whatever. You know? Right. Yeah. He probably had but, a, some insight. Yeah. So I, I was like on that flight just like really kind of like reflecting and like it, i kind of got scared like because mm. i invested so much of my time right to it you know and so i'm like fuck I got yeah it. i remember when you got that band going man I, I i was super surprised and happy for you man yeah i mean that that again kind of in a way i i owe dave a lot because i had uh you know i was working at a sandwich stop shop you know right fat sounds yeah just like I had given up. I would, you know, I recorded a, I think Duraflame pencil, one of my mm. EPs, and I'm like, I'm done with this shit. I, I, you know, I was just like really exhausted from just like not only the disappointment, but just like you know how like sometimes we feel like we're just stuck, like no one, right. cares, no one's listening to our shit, or yeah, no one's, you know, and, and especially you know how much time invested we put into our music. Right. I don't just. I don't just fucking like, hell, it's done. Like I sit there for hours and days, just like obsessed with it. You know, like I spend a lot of energy and concentration on these projects, you know what right. I mean? So I'm like, I was at a point where I was frustrated and then, but in the, going back to the airplane, I'm like, what could I do? And I'm like, oh shit, why don't I do a podcast? And then I turned around and I asked Money Mark, I go, hey, Money, if if I start this, will you be a, one of my first guests? And he goes, absolutely. Yeah, I remember seeing that. And, you know, going back to what you were saying of, of working so hard on stuff and then being exhausted, it, I think that's uh, what made this show more, uh, even more exciting for me. And I know people like us that work really hard independently at the music and, you know, sometimes it doesn't pick up the way people want it to, or they have expectations where it doesn't work out. So you're like a hometown hero that we've seen succeed on the internet. You know what I mean? You're almost, are yeah, you at one, no, you're at 100 K now subscribers. Yeah, like five, I might be right now. I, mean, I was like literally 500 away or something crazy. You know what I mean? So that's like, that's a win for us to see you win. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, I'm glad. Um, you know what? I'm just grateful because this is the thing, man, you know, me, like, I, cause I, you know, like again, going back to my dad and, how much he worked 
to, to get money. At the end of the day, it's like, it doesn't matter how much money you have. It really doesn't. Right. What, what right. matters, like it put things into perspective for me. What matters is what matters to, to you personally. What, what brings you happiness? Right. And for me, completing a project I spent, like I poured my soul and my heart into, that's what matters to me. And also on this tip, as far as our mortality, when we're gone, guess what? That shit, we leave that behind. Yeah. Those are like our ancient artifacts. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Dang. So yeah, straight you up. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and rest in peace, people like Idea and like, yeah. you know, all the the, the cats that like we were, we were like looking up to back then. Yeah. He left a whole bunch of shit behind, you know, like his art. Right. Yeah, so, I mean... Um, yeah, that's man, a like, that's a that's a great way of looking at it. You know, it's like I don't spend my time too much worrying about making a million dollars. Although, you know, it would be nice. And there's definitely things, you know, you can do to set yourself up to where you're comfortable, but there's definitely a lot more to life than than trying to be famous yeah. or getting money or I yeah, it, there's, there's a lot more um substance in life than that. You know, it's yeah. like you don't you don't take the money with you. That's for sure. That's you know? for sure. That's for you damn. don't take it with you. And when but, um, it, then time moves fast. But let me let me just add a little bit to, to give you some some like props as far as seeing your trajectory when when you had moved to the Midwest or like Chicago. Mm. I was super proud because I didn't know like I'm like what is he? Who are these people? Mm. And later to find out like how cool their label was and like their acts and artists, their artists mm. were, I was like, oh shit, he did the right thing. Well, you know, that jump was something that needed to be done because we, you and I were surrounded by so many talented people in Arizona, but it, you know, I just, it came to that point where it felt like nobody had the same goals and direction and and drive to go a certain direction that I wanted to go. So it was like, yo, after, you know, of course, when we met Meaty and all those guys, that's when I took off. And then when I saw you go back to LA, I knew some things was going to go down, you know? So yeah, I was happy about that, man. I'm in, it's nice to see you be where you're at and see that you've been grinding the Stevie Weeby show, which, you know, everybody loves people it's nice to hear people talk about you where they're like you know that dude i'm like know that dude yeah we're basically oh, related like man yeah, yeah. No, like my brother. yeah. <laughs> and 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 that's awesome man because uh, yeah. there couldn't be a better person that i know to hold this spot right now and you're only you're only growing stronger and getting better and and you know um we've been praying for you to go as far as you can go with it you know hey, you know, so, you, know what, you know what's weird is like I'm not saying my music's taken off by any means, but like at least a like a a, a small portion of my uh, fan base from that uh, the other content, they're now tuning in. You know, that's mm. more than I could ask for because back then that's all we ever wanted. Right. You know, doing all these shitty shows in Arizona to now, oh, someone bought my music. What right. the fuck? You know that just that small thing. I'm like. That's the other thing too, man, that I love seeing is that I love seeing that uh, people are appreciating you like I do. You know what I mean? Like I always have appreciated you and your music and and your uniqueness and your talent, you know, and your, and just your, your, your genuine good person, 
you know, and, people, and it shows that. through. There's not a lot people. like you out there, man. There's a lot of people that are not like you, especially that are in the entertainment business, you know? So it's, right. it's a win for all the good people that you're, you're doing your thing. Yeah. So, and then not only that, it's like, I get to meet like some of my heroes now. Right. Know? Yeah. Like, Dude, like you, you, you've done some interviews a- with some rad people, man. Yeah. Like a plus. Yeah. Started following me. That's awesome, man. And if people know how much, you know how much of a hieroglyphics head I'm at, I am. Right. And that, like, and I that kind of music is a part of who you are room, too. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I had souls of mischief, like they're, they're like, I remember cutting a picture of them and, and Dell, Dell had a separate right. wall. Yeah. I remember my first dorm, I had them on my wall. Yeah. Yep. I'd like wake up and look at them. Yeah, you got me. I think you're one of the first people to get me into. The, you are the first person to get me into Dell. Because well, he was, you were like, he's a bay dude. You know, legend. you ever I heard this that. dude? Yeah. And I got you into Hyrule. Well, I heard Souls of Mischief because in the bay, Souls, Souls was huge. Right, but right, right. I never heard Dell in Hyrule like that. I think I heard Casual once, but that was a long time ago on the box or something like that. But you got me into Dell. And then when I heard Dell, it changed my whole style, bro. Oh, man. People <laughs> don't even know, like, fucking Dell. You know what's crazy is I was I was listening to this um Andre uh Andre 3000 interview with uh, mm. Rick Rubin. Yeah, I listened to that, too. Yeah, that and was dude, great. Him, Andre and Eminem were actually re- talking about hieroglyphics. Right. Yeah, yeah. I remember and hearing that. That, that blew my out. mind. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like these guys, like new, you know, that, that goes to show how much of an impact Hyro and Dell had on like major artists. You Everybody. Know? I mean, you and I both, you know? Yeah. So um, I don't want to get too off topic. I want to stay on, on topic with you. No, 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 it's all good. I, so my whole uh, premise for the show is like past, present and future. So we, we've talked about your past a little bit and about yeah. your present. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to know what's going on with you in the future. Like, what are you working on? What do you got going on? What are your plans? Anything new happening? Yeah, well, um, so during quarantine, I was like just watching a lot of movies and shit, you know, like. Right. And then I started watching like Gene Wilder movies and shit. Like ah. um, a Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. and fucking, Classic. Um, and then uh, Stir Crazy. Which is mm. like one of my favorite fucking. Is Richard movies. Pryor? Yeah, Richard Pryor too. <laughs> and so I don't know why or how it like entered into my brain, but something in my brain said you should do a, you should like sample some of the stuff and make music, you know. So I'm like, so that's like for me nowadays. I don't know what it's like for you, but it just takes a small idea, and then I'll fucking just like start feeding it and be like, oh, I could, you know. So I'm like, you know, people might ask it, why, why would you do a whole concept album on just a movie or Gene Wilder, Richard Pryor, whatever. It started with Gene Wilder, right? Mm. I was just going to make, my first idea was, oh, I'm going to take all Gene Wilder's movies and like make this collage of all these movies that, and then like make this album around it. But then I'm like, no, that's, it's going to be, there's too many, you know, there's too much. So I just like, kind of pinned it down to stir crazy mm. so you, people might say why i ask you this why not Shit. Mm. Yeah. it's, you know, it's so art many, bro it's a blank canvas so many classic fucking one-liners in it and just like funny shit and so so this album i'm like a couple songs in 
this album, I, I'm taking samples and pulling ideas out of the samples for a whole different songs. You know, I don't right. know. Yeah. I mean, so, that's great. Um, I, you know, that should give some people some foresight and insight into your creative process, which is like, it's literally your brain thinking that you're putting into your music, you know, the way that yeah. you structure thoughts, it goes into to your music, like literally, you know, oh, that's pretty oh, cool yeah, to hear. Because yeah. I know, I know you, but the people that watch don't really know you like that i've seen you just as zone the fuck out on every project where yeah, it's like once, yeah, I, i'll I, be I, knocking I, on your door you're like dude what's up man i'm making music uh uh i'm trying to work on this album so just come back later i'm like yeah yeah <laughs> i can't be mad at that you know nobody could be mad at that because when you're in your zone you're, oh, you're yeah. at it and that's um and and that's something that i i can appreciate you know and respect highly yeah, you know, and that's, I think that's what, like, attra attracts me to the, the, the art, too, is, um, you know how s the people, like, mention um, uh, going back to the laboratory or lab? Yeah. I do feel like, especially when I'm in a project, I feel like a scientist. Like, I really do feel yeah. like I'm concocting, like, doing alchemy, you know? Like, that's the way I look at, like, beat make, like, the way we make beats, like, you know, combining so many different, you know? Yeah. Trying to fuse all these different things. Most um, definitely. So what I like to do it, I thought a lot. I like really analyze the way, like as far as the way I produce is like, it's kind of like, I, like I'm at a point now where I like I, I like to do like sentimental bangers, you know, like mm. where it's like I kind of concoct and like fuse different elements where they co complement each other. That's you awesome, know, like, man. Like jazz with some other shit or yeah you know, contrasting like, sounds i think that yeah, that makes yeah, everything I love that That's at least for me my nerdy brain when it comes to rap music is like i need contrast you know i i think that it's great to have like a hard beat and then a soft with, sound with yeah. your voice or like a loud voice with a soft beat you know like just contrast like that you know not only that is like blending different genres and like mm. making them sound like seamless like they're they're one like the they same. belong together yeah, yeah. They, like that's that's what that's the way <laughs> I fuck with the sampler. I'm like, that's why like that's why my sleeping schedule is all fucked up because I don't know, bro. You've always got to sleep like this. <laughs> all right, all right. You know, but but especially now, like I'm like I'll spend even in Arizona, I was like that. Huh? I'll spend all night and then like the sun. Would yeah, come you're up. a night, bro. I mean, I was the same way, bro, until I had kids. But it's right. You know, I that's kind of where artists work the best is at night no sunlight yeah. you know yeah i yeah. can't wait for you to listen to this shit man i'm, I'm like, excited Dude. do you have a name for the project already yeah i'm gonna probably call it i feel stir crazy <laughs> yeah yeah that's genius told, yeah that's kind of how everybody's funny. feeling right now shout too. To my girlfriend she actually um really solidified like me pushing forward with this project because she goes it's perfect babe because we're in quarantine and everyone feels stir crazy. Right. Yo, no so I'm doubt. Like, oh, that's like another added element. It's relevant because of right. the, the state of the world. You know what I'm saying? We're yeah. all in quarantine. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, fuck, okay, I'm going to do this for sure now. You know? I'm hyped, man. I can't wait to hear it. I mean, you from what you told me about it, from, from, I'm hyped that you're digging for breaks super hard. Yeah. So that for me is really is, important. Cause you told me something that really still affects me is like my, remember my old shit? You like played for mediocre. Mm -hmm. 
And then you came back to me, he goes, um, Meaty knows where you got those breaks off those CDs. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, how does he know? And then I realized producers, they have a year. They're like, oh, that's that James Brown break. But, you know, they, they know. You right. Because there's really, this it's. Project, I don't want, I'm not, I'm not sharing, you know, because people didn't share their secrets with me. Mm. I'm not telling them where I'm finding my shit. Yeah, but don't. Don't I'm keep it dusty, bro. I, I discovered a fucking gold mine, and I'm like, I'm not telling anybody. That's awesome, man. I'm, and so I'm, I'm real finding, hard to hear. Yeah, I'm finding breaks like like breaks like that I've never heard. Like, whoa. Yeah, and hard I'm, ones. Are you whoa. chopping them super hard? Are you chopping them tough? Or are you just looping them? Or what are you doing? Um, no, I'm not. I'm, can you, you know, can I'm you just, let us I, in I, on the secret? Like the secret sauce. Uh, Mad Lib. I'll just I'll loop it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Mad Lib's one of the best, or, bro. You know, I might, I might put like a filter effect. I might like put an effect on it, or yeah, you know, dude, I'm hyped to hear it or whatever. But I'm, I'm hyped you're back on the sampler because yeah, you, you've so, always been really good at chopping samples. Like it, that's when I first met you when you were chopping samples. I was like, damn, he's fucking, he's killing these jazz samples. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I think is most gratifying is, is the production aspect of the art. I mean, it's, it's I, literally like you're painting, you know what I mean? Like you're actually I don't, I, painting. I think, um, my, from my perspective, like, uh, your fans, I don't know if they know how in depth you go with things like your writing, you take your time with your writing and you're skillful, you're skillful. And you're really diligent with how you use your word placement and what words you're using and how you're putting to them together and how you're enunciating them and how you're pronouncing them. And and just just the craftsmanship that goes into just your writing is incredible. And then on top of that, the craftsmanship that goes into your production is is just compliments it for me. Yeah, you know? that's why um, I've, I've had people hit me up on Instagram like, is it done yet? Is it done yet? I'm waiting patiently. Is it done yet? And I don't think they realize, man, this is, I don't just fucking, you know, just mix it together. Here you go. (laughs) My shit's like, no, I'm fucking good. I take my time. Yeah. It takes some time. I'm sitting down with this shit. Yeah. And people don't realize once it's, I put it out, I had listened to it a million times already. I'm I'm already sick of it by the, at that point, I'm like, I'll just, I'll stay up all night being like, I got to redo it because I'm not saying this word right, you know? I don't know if anybody else does that, but but like, you know, definitely when I make something, anything, I listen to it a million times. Just yeah, first I because think, I like it, and then after that, I'm just critiquing the shit out of it, you know? Yeah, I analyze. I think we're, we're similar in so many ways. When yeah. That shit. I, I mean, we came up writing together, man. Yeah, so. we came up like... You know, that's the thing about me and you. Like, I this thing we t- I still take it seriously. It's not like just some fucking yeah. Really, I do too, you know, man. Like, I'm at that so I'm at that point where I just I'm I'm all about progression and and now like marrying things that I love about all the past aspects of what I've done with rhyming and stuff. But yeah, yo, not to cut this short because it's been Are a long done? time. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, think that the, flew by. Yeah, it's been a while, bro. It's it's yeah. been an hour already. So I I I kind of want to end it on this. Uh, you know, if you want to tell people about what you got coming up, and you know, do all your yeah. plugs and all that stuff. You know. All I mean? right. So um, 
you know, um, I, I'm working on this concept album. It, it's I'm I'm close to finishing it. I'm mm. like like seven or eight songs in, mm. and um and yeah, support that. Go go to StevieWeebyBandcamp.com. You know, for that shit. And, they can uh, buy all your merch there. Past merch. Oh yeah, merch. no, my merch is at StevieWeebyShow.com. Okay. And then uh, YouTube.com slash StevieWeeby, and then. Kwangu, Q-U-A-N-G-O-U, Instagram, mm. that's it. And uh, y- yo, last but not least, what, what's Kwangu mean in English? That's like, my what, name what... in Korean. I just still haven't changed, you know. Yeah. That's Does it. it have a the a meaning to it? or or? I don't know. I have to ask my mom. I still haven't yeah. asked her what the Korean meaning is. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, my name. And so word, I'm, like, Shit, I'm just going to roll with, that's my name, you know. I love it. We've loved yeah. it since and the so, beginning. That's I still address you as that. You know? Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Hey, um, so I have to call Quell. He won't answer his text. Uh, yeah, you gotta call him, man. He he's working hard. Shout yeah. out to Quell. He's still my favorite. Shout out he's to Quell. He's still the best, Quell's bro. Quell's still the best. Yeah. Everybody. I got my baby boy Quell's in the background the screaming, man. <laughs> so I gotta get going. All right, all right. Hey, man, I love you, man. Um, and I love um, you too. Thank you for being a part of this, yeah, man. Any, anything? You, let me know when when this drops. I'll plug the shit. I'll plug the shit out of it on my social media. I appreciate you, brother. All right, man. Thanks. Hey, for yeah. Me, man. Love you, man. Right, peace. Right, peace.